0: wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. This edition
1: of The Standard is brought to you by the AXA Startup Angel Competition. I'm Sharmadine reed founder and CEO of The Stack World, and I'm here to help you turn your business dream into reality. There are six chances to win the competition, including two top prizes of £25,000, mentoring from myself and leading UK founders, plus business insurance for a year thanks to AXA. Go to standard.co.uk forward slash Angel for details on how to enter and complete your entry by the 2nd of June 2024. Good luck. ES Audio. From the Evening Standard in London, I'm David Marsland and this is The Leader Weekends. Every Saturday we bring you a bonus episode. This is a cut-down version, so hit the link in the show notes to hear the full thing or search a podcast provider for how to be a CEO. It's easy to get carried away with a new business, especially one with a product that you really want to make bang. Make it do this. We can do this too. You like that? Well, we've got this. And suddenly it's all a bit unwieldy and people say, I just want something simple. Put all that in a kitchen. And Charlie Bigham's learned all of those lessons.
2: How about God, macaroni cheese? It's such a lovely dish, but we'll, we'll use, let's use six different cheeses, and, and oh, wouldn't it be fun if we put just a tiny little pinch of truffle into that? And what we found with that specific, with, with that dish is, 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 you know, when we talk to consumers, they said you know, we, we kind of, we love macaroni cheese, but you've just made it a bit complicated.
1: The company that bears his own name was founded in his own kitchen in 1996 where he used to deliver a handful of dishes himself to stores on his bicycle. Now he has 700 employees and a vast range of meals from chicken and mushroom pies you stick in the oven to pan-fried pad ties. The company has expanded and innovated but not everything's hit straight away.
2: And if I'm honest, you know, we, we just started doing them about six months ago. I was actually in a meeting yesterday looking at the numbers. They don't really stack up actually at the moment.
1: I'm David Marsden from The Evening Standard. We're going to be talking to Charlie about the early days of his business, why the UK's adventurous eaters make a better market than, say, France or Italy for a start-up meals company, and why keeping it simple works so well. But the first thing I want to know is... What's the best-selling dish on the Charlie Biggham menu?
2: The best-selling dish we have is our fish pie. Our fantastic fish pie.
1: Yeah? Has it always been the fish pie? No, it
2: hasn't always been. It probably has been for the last 10 years. Mm -hmm. And I think it's going to be quite hard to knock it off its perch. Why is that? Because it's very, very good. And people, people like to eat fish pies but they don't really like to cook fish pies because it's quite a fiddly thing to do to cook a fish pie yourself at home. And and it's also, it's quite hard to find, you know, it's not the easiest thing to find really high quality uh, fresh fish. So, so yeah, it's a very popular dish. In fact, our most
1: popular dish. I'm, I'm interested that it's been popular for around about 10 years because I, I'm guessing in, in a trade like yours, though, tastes must change. Yeah,
2: I think it's, it's interesting, actually. I, I think tastes actually change a little bit less than we think so there are i mean i'm lucky enough i spend quite a lot of my time in london and i think london is is you know one of the most incredible cities in the world you know it's definitely in the top three in the world but but it it has this extraordinary you know food culture and restaurant culture which is you know which actually relatively new i mean i can remember when that wasn't there Um, but it's really built over the last 25 years. And so there's kind of constant, if you live in or near London, there's there's this constant experimentation of new cuisines and new restaurants opening the whole time. But we, our food we sell all over the UK. And actually, you know, our tastes as a nation have changed relatively little. I mean, our other really high selling dishes, you know, lasagna, and lasagna would have been a top selling dish you know, if you looked what the nation was eating 25 years ago, lasagna would have been right up there. Uh, chicken tikka would have probably been right up there 15 years yeah. ago. And that's another big selling dish for us. Our tastes change more slowly than we think. But I do think we're very fortunate in the UK. We don't have the, you know, I mean, I love the food of Italy or France with those you know, with their sort of hugely long culinary traditions, which go back hundreds of years. Um, But it does mean, the flip side of that, if you're in Italy or France, is that they are very conservative with their food. Very conservative. How do you mean? Well, I mean, so you wouldn't, so in Italy, it's quite hard to go out in Italy not to a restaurant serving Italian food. Of course, yeah. Um, and I kind of get why because they've got the most wonderful food and traditions yep. and ingredients. But, you know, I mean, I, I, I love it that I can be in London and I can go to a Sri Lankan restaurant one day and a Taiwan the next and a Middle East, you know, a, a, a Persian restaurant the next day in Turkish. You've just got everything in London and we're very, we are open to experimentation.
1: Anyone fancy some food? I'm going to rustle something up. Maybe a fish pie? While we wait, here's some ads. And why not take this moment to hit your follow button?
0: QBE is one of the world's leading insurers, and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now, wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening.
1: Why did you do it in the first place? Because, I mean, you you had a, a fairly comfortable. I think salaried position, you were doing fine. Well,
2: I was, you know, I mean, I think, you know, money is, money is, 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 we all need money to pay the bills and all of that. And so I, I you know, never say money's not important because that's, a, I think it's a yeah. silly thing to say. You, you kind of need some money, but I, I was a management consultant. I, I actually really enjoyed being a management consultant. I learned a lot. I was learning a lot, but I was at, ultimately I was, uh, not very good at working for someone else. I didn't really like being told what to do. Ah. And <laughs> I had a few ideas of my own and I just had a hunch that I might, you know, I might be, it might fit with who I am to set up and run my own business. And I, that was a good, that was a really good decision.
1: But why this one? I mean, what made this one go, do you know what, I need to do this?
2: So actually really simple. Cause I'd sort of, you know, with my consultants hat on, I was like, well, there's this market and i sort of did a bit of that. And then I kind of thought, well, what do I really love? What do I really enjoy in life? And it's like, well, actually, I really enjoy food. I love cooking, I love eating, I love buying food, I love, you know, finding out about food. And I think, I, I talk to quite a few people now, you know, young people especially, and I kind of think it's really great if you can find something uh, in your work that you love. It, it, it it's It just means, you know, it's not a chore for me coming into work, it's a joy. And and it also sustains you because, you know, you're not thinking,
1: oh, I've got to turn up
2: to work again. <laughs> you know, it's like, oh, great, I'm going to work. What am I going to learn today? Our consumer's more of what they want.
1: Can you remember to when you went back and, and made your first hirings, at what point during the company's evolution did you go, right, now is the time to, to bring people in? And I guess what were you looking for then and has that changed now
2: i took my first person on in the first week because you know i did a lot to begin with but i couldn't do it all you know it's it's pretty manual what we do what we do here and so so we've always had if you like a disproportionate number of people relative to our size you know i mean you can run a huge you know it business with about five people but you you can't run a food business with five people (laughs) so I actually don't fundamentally I don't think it's changed what we're looking for. I mean, first of all, we're looking for for people who'll take a punt with us, you know, because we're a bit different. We attract quite a lot of people, you know, out of big corporate companies who've had fantastic training and they, they like they, they sort of that part of it maybe they like that sort of corporate safety net, but are also frustrated by it. Um, because they feel, feel held back. So it's kind of come come and join us and be released. Um, and I think the other thing that I would say is still the same is I, I, when I'm interviewing someone, what I'm really looking for is I'm looking for attitude and intelligence. And, and I'm not, uh, intelligence in its broadest sense, attitude and intelligence to me is much more interesting than experience.
1: Thinking about the products you've got now, I was genuinely surprised that you've only just started doing side dishes. What took you so long, Charlie?
2: Well, we've, we've looked at it several times over the years and we haven't really managed to get it to stack up um, financially. Um, and if I'm honest, you know, we, we just started doing them about six months ago. I was actually in a meeting yesterday, looking at the numbers, and they don't really stack up <laughs> actually at the moment. But that's okay, that's okay, because we've started, so now we'll we'll sort of we'll learn about that area more and, and and we'll get better at it over time. It takes time. It takes time. I
1: wonder why that is, because you are a very established main meals yeah. provider. I as yeah. a customer was genuinely surprised the side dishes weren't there. How, I guess, do you get people to think about picking up the sides as well? These are presumably live questions for you right now.
2: Yes, and I, and I think one of, one of the reasons um, we did the side dishes, actually, is, is because I, I think uh, there are quite a lot of people out there who, who enjoy going into a shop and, if you like, buying a whole meal, saying, well, I'll have, I'll have the main, I'll have the side, I'll have the pudding. And, and, and we, we make main dishes and we make puddings, and so we were missing a bit. So we thought, well, and actually, we we sort of make a few side dishes anyway. You know, we already made a dauphinoise potato, for example, which was sold with our beef bourguignon. So it's like, okay, we make a really delicious, you know, pe- potato dauphinoise. Let's now just try selling it on its own, rather than you have to buy the, 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 the beef bourguignon with it. So, um, but yeah, I mean, we we're, we're you know, it's fun. It's fun sort of doing some new things. And I've got. You know, I've got lots of ideas, the chefs have got lots of ideas about how we move our side dishes on to a new level. I think we've started reasonably conservatively, um, but I think we, we should be able to do some great things with those over the years. And what's what's been good for us, actually the demand for them, you could have probably told me this, you know, several years ago, but the demand for them has been higher than we thought. So So that gives us encouragement to spend... More time and effort um, uh, doing a few more of them and doing it better.
1: That was Charlie Begum. For more interviews, news, and analysis, go to standard.co.uk forward slash business or pick up the Evening Standard newspaper.
0: Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby Podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance.